Our understanding of God influences our reaction and our dealings with Him. Majority of us are stuck in religion and we miss having a relationship with God, who is our Father, our loving Father, because we don't understand how He deals with certain things, how He understands certain things. And here, what I'm trying to do is to try to help you see how David, who had a successful relationship with God, understood certain things that were very important in his relationship with God. Can I assure you, what you are facing today is not permanent. What you are facing today is not lifespan. Don't make wrong decisions because of a temporary setup that you're experiencing now and you make all wrong decisions. Stay on the track. Trust God. Trust the process. He is going to deliver you from what you are facing. It may be a divorce case. It will get to an end. It may be a debt. You'll get out of that debt because God promises to the righteous he will deliver you. I don't know what you're dealing with, but whatever it is, I can assure you, trust this word. God will deliver you from it all and I like that. I like that wedding. All. Hello and welcome to Expansion Revolution Magas. Thank you so much for joining me today. What an exciting day. We are sitting on David's secrets. There are a lot of secrets we can learn from David as a man after God's heart that we can apply in our modern life and they can help us to relate well with God. Because why is that important? Our understanding of God influences our reaction and our dealings with him. Majority of us are stuck in religion and we miss having a relationship with God, who is our Father, our loving Father, because we don't understand how He deals with certain things, how He understands certain things. And here, what I'm trying to do is to try to help you see how David, who had a successful relationship with God, understood certain things that were very important in his relationship with God. I want us to read a very popular scripture. It's a very powerful text. I love it. Verse number 19 of Psalms number 34, it says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. You can put your, chest, your hand on your chest and say, God will deliver me out of them all. That's the promise to the righteous. Remember that the righteous in today's world refers to those who have been able to believe in the death and the resurrection of the Savior, Jesus Christ. If you are the righteous, you believe in Christ, you are saved, you are a child of God. The scripture says, many are the afflictions that you would face. One of the things that has happened into the modern world is that because we live in a very fast-paced life, we want to assume that everything should be fast and we like all good things and hate all bad things. And sometimes we have now in the process of doing that, the church has been invaded in the, with the gospel of, of, and, uh, you know, of prosperity that eliminates complete sufferings and problem from living. I am a big believer that God wants me to be successful, so you need to get me well. I'm a big fan and a big believer of the prosperity gospel as engraved 
in the scripture. But I don't want to believe in the gospel that eliminates sufferings and afflictions from life. Because as far as we know, Jesus, our Lord and Savior, was afflicted. He faced problems and issues and went to the cross and had a lot of other issues that he had to deal with. And he died for us and God exalted him. In our journey of following Christ, we would experience afflictions. And afflictions do not exist to question our faith, do not exist because God has left us, do not come to us because we have sinned. But each one of us is going to have a cup and a cross, to, you know, a cup to bear. I mean, a cup to drink and a cross to bear. We are all going to experience such circumstances in life where you would face a certain amount of affliction that according to scripture, God will not allow you to be tempted to the point that you will not be able to bear. That's the good part. But at your level, wherever you are, you would face afflictions. And here's what I like about this text, is that God will deliver you from all the afflictions you would face. I think part of the problem today is that majority of the people, when you go through afflictions, people will feel like you have sinned. You know, that's, that's an average religious mind. When you see people who are going through issues and going through problems, the immediate thought of an average mindset of, that is obsessed with religiosity is to assume that somebody has seen. It's like the disciples of Jesus, when they saw somebody who was lame and they said, Jesus, we have sinned here. And Jesus said, no one has seen. So there are afflictions and issues that you can face despite your position and your wrongdoing or right doing. But each one of us would face certain form of affliction. Can I help you understand afflictions the way David understood it? Is that many are the afflictions of the righteous. If you want to do right in this world, if you want to stand for the kingdom of God, if you want to, to, to exalt the name of Jesus, if you want to represent God in your life, within your profession, within your organization, you are going to be persecuted. I mean, people are going to create fables around you. People are going to mock you. People are going to, and not only that, sometimes you're going to experience problems in your own world. There may be psychosocial problems. There may be social problems. There may be academic problems. We as Christians, we are also normal people and sometimes we get afflicted. But here is the good news, is that when we get afflicted, there is a God in heaven who will step into the situation of affliction and he will deliver us from all. If you can ask me right now and say, what about you? I can tell you I've taken my form of afflictions. There are things in my life that sometimes I experience as afflictions. But here's the good news. I always face them confidently with my head held up. Whatever I'm facing, I will overcome it and I will get out of it. Why? Because there's a promise in the scripture that my God will deliver me from it all. And here it's me. That's my version. Even if he doesn't deliver me, I'm confident that as long as I have things right with him, I am fine. So we will each go through trouble. I like the Daniel story where Daniel said, Oh yes, King Nebuchadnezzar, my God is able to deliver me. But even if he doesn't, I will not bow down to a statue. We need as believers to get into that level of faith that is confidence in God. That even when things do not go right, we are able to declare faith and to stay in faith, hoping and expecting and waiting. That's a key word. Waiting on the Lord to deliver us from it all. Can I assure you today, I don't know whether it is health, whether it is professional, whether it is economic, whether it is financial, whether it is a long conflict in your marriage, the Lord will deliver you from that affliction. 
Face it confident that that long illness will one day be healed. Face it knowing that that long conflict one day will be solved. You and your husband would love again and be better again. Your children will come home. Afflictions come to an end. Why? There's a God who is capable of solving and answering all afflictions. And here's the promise of the righteous. I will deliver you. Can I assure you? What you are facing today is not permanent. What you are facing today is not lifespan. Don't make wrong decisions because of a temporary setup that you're experiencing now and you make all wrong decisions. Stay on the track. Trust God. Trust the process. He is going to deliver you from what you are facing. It may be a divorce case. It will get to an end. It may be a debt. You'll get out of that debt because God promises to the righteous he will deliver you. I don't know what you're dealing with, but whatever it is, I can assure you, trust this word. God will deliver you from it all. And I like that. I like that wedding. All, everything. You would get into a life where you would look back and say, wow, I used to cry about this. I used to cry about this, but it's now God. I used to get ashamed about this. I used to get ashamed about this, but it's now God. Your God is well able to deliver you from what you are facing. Trust him. Trust the process. Wait on him. Patiently wait on him and trust him. Don't allow the current bad breaks to make you wrong, make wrong bad, bad, bad decisions that you will regret the most on. While you are paining, keep calling on the name of Jesus. While you are crying, keep calling towards the cross. While your heart is beating so fast, keep saying, Jesus, you are my only solution. I can tell you at the right time, the Lord, your God, our God, he's faithful and he would lift you up from that mess, from that condition, from that economic or social condition, whatever it is, the Lord is able and he will deliver you and set you free. Trust him. Experiencing troubles and problems does not mean you don't have faith, does not mean you have sinned. It means that you have to deal with certain stuff. And I like what James says later on. He says, when we get out of temptations, would come out how better. Trust the process and trust God. What we are experiencing, God is going to use it to make your life better. I feel like preaching this, but we have to come to an end. This is a podcast. Let's see you tomorrow. Please share this podcast. Share it with people in your life. Subscribe to this podcast. Let's empower the world with a positive message. But even though they may not be where they want to be, and things may not be the way they want to go, there is hope. And the hope is in the name of the Lord, who has promised he will deliver those who are facing affliction. Face your affliction today confident it is not permanent. It can't last forever. It will stop one day because Jesus overcame and paid the price. Thank you for joining us today. Let's see you next time.